to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast, aka Murph here, and this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it, with tales from all across the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Today we have Tammy from the Pork Belly Ventures on the show. I would guess many of you have seen or used this popular charter on Ragbri. For almost 30 years, Tammy and her brother Pete, along with a top-notch crew, have been providing support to cyclists, supporting them during Ragbri, but also many other Midwest bike rides. They even host their own rides, like the upcoming Birds and Bees ride along the Wabash Trace. Amenities with Pork Belly Ventures are many, from hot showers and bottomless coffee each morning, tent setup and takedown, to fat trailers which feature a bed and air conditioning. Their support could mean the difference between a complicated, exhausting bike trip and a carefree athletic adventure. So here's my interview with Tammy. All right, well, on the show today, we have Tammy Pavich. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Oh, yay. How are you, Tammy? Yay. Good. 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 Like. Yeah, it's just gorgeous outside. I'm going to get out there in a little while. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good day for Pork Belly Ventures because we're, uh, we're just getting lots and lots of phone calls and emails today. People are so excited about Ragbri. Cool. Yeah, we're recording this the beginning of April, and I I know I am just giddy about, you know, now that the snow's gone, just thinking about uh, big group rides, you know, I, I'm vaccinated, and hopefully other people mm-hmm. are doing the same. And so the, the energy, I'm sure, well, you are on the other end, you know, uh, owning a business, which is why you're on the podcast, but it is a pretty exciting time to start thinking about summer. It really is. I get my second shot tomorrow. Oh, cool! And um, and it does. It just it's just a great big check mark to have off your list. Yeah, you know, of yeah. just knowing that you, you know, I have elderly parents, and that we can go back to the riding of bicycles together like we used to. And, yeah. You know, some people are feeling more confident about coming out for some of the smaller rides, and other people are just like busting out and they want to get back to Ragbri. So right. And I would guess. Actually, I know the majority of people that listen to this podcast know what Ragbri is. It's the big uh, tour that's across Iowa at the end of July. And the reason you're on the podcast is to talk about your business, which is called Pork Belly Ventures. And of course, I'm going to have you tell the listeners exactly what that's all about. Um, but uh, what I do know is that you and your brother, kind of a brosis team you guys run this company and i have been lucky enough to stay um in your i think they're called fat trailers p-h-a-t um right and i it's just a really cool comfort level when you're on a bike that i think if people don't know about you they sure should so that's why you're here today and um i guess let's start out by explaining what the heck Pork Belly Ventures does. Well, you bet. Um, so we we started twenty eight years ago. We fuss around about what year it was. Um, Pete, I had another charter for a little while on Ragbri. Pete had it had uh, took it over for one year, and then we teamed up and formed Pork Belly Ventures. But it's a twenty seven twenty eight years ago that wow. we were born, sort of on Ragbri. And uh, we started out with, like, one baggage truck, like a rented Penske truck, <laughs> and about 97 people, I think it was. And, um, and since then, we've tried to add services and um, 
really make it more of a, a real safety net for people or a um, kind of a little bit more rel- luxury is kind of a relative term when you're talking about ragbri because sure. you know in your real life you wouldn't call certain things a luxury right. like <laughs> just being able to charge your phone <laughs> but um, but we've added every year I would say something um, over all those years and sometimes lots of things in a given year. So now we have um, five uh, portable shower trailers. Mm. We never run out of hot water. Um, there's a private dressing area with every stall and a soap dispenser in every stall. Um, the trailers themselves are air-conditioned. Uh, we provide the towel. And those trailers are right in our campsite uh, on Ragbri. So, you know, that's a real luxury. Uh, I remember a heck of a lot of rag brides where I took an ice-cold shower. Right. Uh, uh, just like where you'd almost shriek if you had to wash your hair. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, would, it would be so cold it hurt. So this sometimes people will jump in the stall and they'll want the water on the cool side because they're kind of hot and sweaty. Mm-hmm. But you can have a very hot shower. or uh, And that's just one of the amenities that we that we offer with pork belly these days on Ragbri. Nice. And, you know, you're talking about Ragbri specific, so you're a charter for them. And, you know, like you mentioned, you offer cyclists about anything they would imagine. And you're right. It totally is a luxury to get a hot shower or to have air conditioning. You know, as far as like amenities and comfort, you even offer people a bed in certain situations or tent rental. Like, it's just mind-blowing, you know, for somebody who maybe is doing a tour for the first time to take that weight off of their shoulders, like, oh my gosh, I don't have to worry about where I'm camping tonight. I just know I have to find the Pork Belly Venture crew or group, or I I think you mm-hmm. kind of call yourselves a community because you've grown so much. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a We call it a lively little village, really, oh, nice. within okay. the song that is Ragbri. <laughs> um, and and uh, so usually we're we're on about um, six acres, um, and we'll kind of concentrate all the amenities in in one area usually, or we try to do that. Phone charging trailers, um, shower trailers. We even have a kind of a nice restroom trailer, but um, we will also have kibos, which is the the uh, ragbri lingo for the porta toilet. Mm-hmm. Gosh, we have yoga at five o'clock each day. Um, we have um, massage therapists working under a big massage tent, and people can make their appointments in advance or walk up and see if there's an open table for them if they have some aches and pains from the road. We have bike mechanics in camp who are there from cer- certain hours in the afternoon and evening. If you have a, you know, if your derailleur is making a funny noise or they can't do like an overhaul, but they can really help with some tweaks and, mm-hmm. and advice and, um, you know, little little routine things. And we will have a, I think I mentioned a full-service bike shop in camp. We're working with an Eastern Iowa bike shop. Um, they did it uh, in 2019. They joined us every evening and set up their merchant stuff in camp, and people loved it. They, they had shoppers all the time. So, um, you know, you always need something when you're out on a bike ride. Right, so or you lose something, like, you know, like you lose a water bottle or something. Exactly. Yes. Yep. So they have their garments and, um, you know, uh, one day the, it was kind of chilly and the long sleeve stuff was just gone in a heartbeat from that, <laughs> that shop. <laughs> um, in the morning we brew, we brew coffee. We have two big bun coffee makers and we worked with the manufacturer to 
make it pretty sturdy so it can ramble down the road and, um, you know, stay together and make coffee for the next morning. Very it's nice. They're very durable machines, and um, we use Dunkin' Donuts coffee. We sometimes doctor it with something a little bit darker. Um, and we can brew, I think, uh, let's see, what is it? Six gallons every eight minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we can keep up with everybody's bottomless cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about uh, the fat trailers? Because I think that this is something unique that you may not see on other rides that uh, people do throughout the United States. Right. It is just, to me, it's the best of both worlds. It's like you get a good night's sleep. And in an air-conditioned space, that's very pleasant. And at the same time, you don't have to leave the ride atmosphere and kind of break the spell of the ride that you're on. Um, you duck into your room for a, a respite or a nap, um, or you know, you get your good night's sleep, and then you're right back outside in in the midst of uh, all the other bikers and you know the the great environment of a bike ride. So it's different from going off to a regular hotel room. Um, but but it's also you know it's it it is it does have some limitations. I mean, you walk up the steps to the level of a semi trailer, mm-hmm. to the floor level, and you have a little deck. And then when you walk inside, um, we have a couple different room designs. So whether there's two queen beds or like three twin bunks with a um, with the sofa, you know they're just they're just eight eight by ten foot rooms with a nine foot ceiling. And, you know, when you compare them to your master bedroom, well, that feels a little tight. But if you compare them to a tent, it's it's lovely. It's roomy. You can stand up and change your clothes instead of rolling around in your tent to get your bike shorts on. <laughs> um, there's an air conditioner. You can plug in your cell phone and charge it right next to your bed. There are switch lights at the head of each bed. Everything runs on a generator. So there are five rooms on, on each semi-trailer. And um, the mattresses, the linens... The pillows, um, everything is is just provided for you. Mm-hmm. Extra blankets, uh, and on Radbri, there's quite a waiting list for these for these rooms. Um, but the nice thing is is that we have so many other bike rides now that people can get them on demand. You know, you can sign up for one right away from many of the bike rides that we serve, mm-hmm. and um, they're a lot lower priced than they are on Radbri as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so it's a really neat way to do any bike ride, but the waiting list for Ragbri is quite long. The deal that we make with people who take a fat room on Ragbri is that they can decide when to give it up. So if they get it one time, um, we ask them to make a donation to charity, a $200 donation to charity for the right of first refusal on their room the next year. Oh, nice. So this way, yeah, this way we help a good cause. We did it for Adaptive Sports Iowa for many years. Mm -hmm. Then we switched over and we had it, um, those donations go to support the building of the Founders Statue Mm -hmm. or Monument or whatever that is in Waterworks Park that recognizes John Karras and Donald Call. So a lot of folks on our charter helped to um, support that effort. And um, and then this year, I I believe, or well, this year we, we won't do much of that because they all they all paid it last year. But then next year, I think we're moving toward a um, the local hospitals here toward a program that helps helps people before they even need to get into the hospital. It helps 
people who have trouble paying for their medical bills, and it gets them some assistance before they even have to go into the hospital. And we made that connection last year in 2020 when we put our our, uh, fat rooms and our shower trailers in the hotel parking lots for the healthcare workers. Oh, great. Yeah. So that then we got connected with this hospital, and we decided we wanted to put some support behind their programs for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I want to point out if people are having trouble imagining what a fat trailer is, it's literally a semi trailer. So, like for instance, on Ragbri, uh, the cyclist gets up, changes clothes, gets on their bike, and then the semi trailer literally moves to the next town with your little bunk waiting for you when you get to the next town. Yeah, and that's a really good point. You know, people call it the bike and barge experience. And the reason for that is you, you, you're you probably the only people on Ragbri who don't have to pack your bags in the morning. Yeah, you're right. Uh, because you just leave your stuff. We do a little light housekeeping. Um, we vacuum and um, straighten things up for people and leave them some water on water bottles on ice in their rooms. But other than that, you, you can leave stuff all over your bed if you want to. I mean, you can, you can hang it on the hooks, but you don't have to pack stuff up. You move into your room, and you're just in that room for the whole week, and it, it just moves with you. Awesome. So that is, it is pretty cool. Yeah, and then you can do things like, you know, help out at the hospital, and, you know, those trailers can go anywhere. Which brings me to my next question. I know that your services go beyond Iowa, but can you tell the listeners a little bit about other tours or rides or charter opportunities beyond Ragbri? Sure. Um, let's see. I'm going to grab my calendar, but the first ones that I would want to mention are the ones that we have uh, are sponsoring ourselves. You know, we just, for a long time, we were just on Ragbri, and then other tour directors across the Midwest said, well, what about some showers on our ride? Or you can bring tents or fat rooms out to to our ride. So mm-hmm. we started doing uh, rides like Oklahoma, uh, the Oklahoma Freewheel. We will have fat rooms on that one. We, we do uh, the Big Bam rides in Missouri. So uh, Big Bam and Big Bam on the Katy Trail. Mm. And we have all of our services on those rides and our showers and Nebraska, we have uh, we we are on Bran, the bike ride across Nebraska, which is kind of the long running classic ride that is um, owned and operated by the uh, Omaha Peddlers Bicycle Club. Mm-hmm. And then there's Tour Day Nebraska, which is just some nice friends of ours, Kim and Charlie Schilling, own that ride, and they they do a five day in Nebraska, and they always find ways to just make it really interesting. They'll Sometimes stay two two nights in one place and and like offer an option to canoe the Niobrara River oh. uh, out in Valentine, Nebraska. They just they just jazz it up. They just they really and they they hold the numbers too. I think around something less than five hundred people. I think on that ride. But let's see, we're talking to Kansas. I think the folks at Bicycle Across Kansas are gonna uh, they canceled for this year, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we had everything in place, and then they canceled. So I think we'll be in Kansas as well. Um, and Minnesota, bicycling around Minnesota was another one that canceled this year, but um, that's a 250-person ride or so, oh, wow. and we'll be back there. There's some smaller gravel events that we're doing now too. But So those are the ones that we um, you know, have served with mm-hmm. a, a whatever, whatever services the ride director asks for, uh, but then we have our own rides. You know, those are some of them are in Iowa. Uh, the first one this year is Birds and Bees Bike Ride. Yeah. And it's right here on the Wabash Trace. And I want you to ride that one, Kathy. I am registered. Um, 
Well, awesome. <laughs> I, I'm behind on email. <laughs> and I, I actually have a couple of friends that have now registered as well. So oh, I am gosh. so excited to see what the Birds and the Bees bike ride is all about. Well, this is the first annual, and um, mm-hmm. the little towns along the way are thrilled about it. That's been a lot of my time the last week or so is working with those towns. Um, Malvern, Iowa is full of public art. They have a mural artist in that town that you would not believe. They mm-hmm. have another guy who does sculptural trees, and they're metal trees. There's one on practically every corner. One is the bike tree, oh, nice. which has a bicycle growing from the end of every branch. It's just it's just amazing. Um, and they have a church, an old, an, a very old church that they have turned into an art gallery. Mm. And it's also an Airbnb um, on one level and an art, kind of an art gallery on the other level. And then even the restaurants are just full of original local art. My favorite, I mean, I haven't eaten in all the restaurants, but the classic cafe, uh, we're working with Alicia, who owns that cafe. She has, like, um, artisanal glass that a glass blower made all the light fixtures in the cafe. Mm -hmm. It's just the neatest vibe inside this this, uh, restaurant. It's It's an older building, and, you know, they can just... They can just feel so homey and so cool. And she is an excellent, excellent uh, chef. And so um, they're going to be working with us on food for birds and bees. And then we'll head on down to Shenandoah. And we've got a good old friend down there who worked with us on developing the Wabash Trace way back in the day. And he owns the Depot Deli in Shenandoah, which is also a brewery. Mm. And so he's got got a lot going on. He's going to vend for us in camp. And we're going to be sending people about six blocks over to the deli to to have dinner as well. And I'm sure we'll work with some other businesses in that town, too. Mm -hmm. But we have beautiful campsites in both places. Uh, We're going to be able to roast marshmallows in the fire pits in Malvern. We've hired uh, the Bernie sisters to play on stage um, in Shenandoah on that Saturday night. Mm. So it's just a really, it's going to be a small ride. I think it's going to be probably less than 150 people on a beautiful limestone chip trail mm-hmm. that's in very good condition. It's just going to feel very intimate, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're delighted that you're going to be there. We we know that Dieter and Anne and um, Andrea from mm-hmm. Ragbri are going to be riding it on Friday. Um, and they would love to visit with folks on, our, on, our, uh, on the Birds and Bees. I just, you know, had friends ca- reach out to me from Virginia. They don't want to ride a large ride this year, but they're driving all the way from Virginia to do birds and bees with us. Oh, wow. Um, another call from a guy who rides a recumbent e-trike from Anaheim, California, and he's bringing that e-trike out to the Wabash Trace <laughs> to ride birds and bees. And, you know, people from South Carolina and Mississippi, just folks who've been with us for years, mm-hmm. um, Michigan, Colorado, a lot of Colorado folks who are, are just excited to do, to do this ride. And so we're thrilled. It's going to feel like old home week. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's the best, I was going to say, of three worlds, but it might be multiple because the Wabash Trace is a beautiful trail uh, just to be part of. Plus, you've got, like, great small town Iowa. Like, you're going to some amazing towns. Plus, you've got all the amenities that you offer any other time so people already know what to expect from your company which is cool and then now you've got like the ragbri officials that are going to be popping in for a day of riding so you've got like this is going to be a fun ride 
It is. It is. We invited Dieter and Ann to come out and ride the Wabash back in November. And I, I said in an, in an email update recently that Dieter, he just fell in love with Malvern, Iowa. He just <laughs> couldn't say enough about the town and how welcoming it is to cyclists. There's spike art all over the place, you know, and you just feel like this is a town that's made for bikers on a gorgeous trail. Um, you know, I, I'm just pleased as punch that he's going to come out and ride with us again. Yeah, and I don't, I can't recall if we mentioned it, but it is uh, towards the end of May, May 21st, I believe, and mm-hmm. If you uh, are listening to it and you're by your computer, pop in pkbelly.com and you can find out all of the events that they are offering in 2021. You bet. Yeah, Birds and Bees should be at the top of the right-hand column called Our Rides. And aren't you part of a ride in, is it the Mickelson Trail? Yeah, that's a new one this year, too. Okay. That one blew us away. We we drove to South Dakota and uh, planned it. We're going to start in Deadwood. This is a trail with a fascinating history. The governor of South Dakota at the time was George Mickelson, and he was a big proponent of the trail. And while he was trying to develop it in, over the course of a 10-year period, he set this 10-year goal. He, he was killed in a plane crash. I think it was in eastern Iowa, actually. Oh, wow. Very tragic. And someone who had been an opponent of the trail took over in the office of governor and changed his mind, and and in honor of of George Mickelson, he sped up that timeline to five years to finish developing the Mickelson Trail, Mm. and it is now one of the most beautiful rail trails in the country. Mm. It has, like, these high bridges, the Ponderosa Pines in that area. It's a little bit more challenging than our Wabash Trace here in Iowa in terms of some ups and downs or sustained uphills. But we're going to have a refreshment stop on the route. We've encouraged people to come and, and bring e-bikes if, if uh, that helps them uh, mm-hmm. handle some of the climbing. The days are not terribly long. I think the longest day is all downhill. The last day is 44 miles downhill. Mm. <laughs> um, but, but the other days are, I think, between 15 miles and um, I want to say 33 miles or something like that. But um, the neat thing about this one and, I, and the first one sold out, of course, the June ride sold out within a matter of a couple of days. So we have another one now in August, August uh, 15th to the 19th. Oh, nice. And that one's over half full, but um, there are still spaces available on that one. But the neat thing about this one is we're doing excursions in the afternoon because, mm. you know, you can ride a short day and then at 2.30 board the 1880 train, which is an old steam engine train, That'll take you through the Black Hills to Keystone, um, where you can kind of shop around, eat some chocolate or have a couple beers, and um, and then come back to Hill City that day. The other excursion is in Custer, where you can uh, board a coach at 12.30. After a 15-mile day, you should be able to get your shower and board a coach by 12.30, and then go see Mount Rushmore, oh, um, wow. Crazy Horse, and Custer State Park. So that's like a four- or five-hour excursion in that afternoon and then back to camp and we're very close to restaurants on all of these and all of our campsites wow i'm I'm looking right now that one's called the black hills hundred yep yep it's about a hundred miles and we're having about a hundred people on each one of those tours wow that sounds pretty darn cool yeah we 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 just are surprised i mean there's there's just a, a, a hunger i think right now for people to just get out and do fun bike rides yeah 
But that particular one, I, there are a lot of people who haven't seen Mount Rushmore in mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. or seen Crazy Horse in person. And so they were just thinking, well, you know, I can be supported, fully supported on the Mickelson Trail and see the great faces of, of South Dakota. Right. And have all the amenities of pork belly yep. ranchers. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks for saying that, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been, I'm, you know, I'm hearing a lot of different states that you've been around the Midwest. Like off the top of your head, any interesting stories about either riders or events or weather mishaps that you can think of off the top of your head? Well, the ride that we started last year was the Missouri Double Cross. Mm. And that is on the Katy Trail in Missouri. That one actually happened because Joe Gutman from Louisville, Kentucky, who's been with us on Pork Belly Ventures on Ragbri longer than probably anyone else. And Joe is just a dear friend. And he said, we can't bear the idea that Ragbri has been canceled. So would you guys please come down and support me and my friends on the Katy Trail? And so we ended up developing a ride around Joe and his friends and had about... um, Let's see, we had 30 people ride it one direction, 30 people ride it back the other way. The Katie goes all the way across the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And, um, and then 20 people, 20 other people did both ways. So we had 50 people at any given time in our campsite. It was tiny. I guess the, the story of that is that um, it was such an eye-opener for us. You know, Kathy, what it did was we've been, we've been a large ragbri charter for a long time mm-hmm. where we're just we're really working hard to to take care of people, and and it's hard to find time to have a relaxed conversation with people. And on the Missouri Double Cross, we just had time to visit and get to know darn near everybody that was was with us, and we loved that experience. And that's why this year we've created more of those kinds of rides, Mm -hmm. Um, because we like being on them, and we like being able to visit with people. We like providing that kind of experience, too. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and it reminds us of when we were small on Radbright. <laughs> <laughs> From a rider perspective, it's just nice to have um, somebody else do all the pre-planning. You know, like, for instance, your South Dakota trip, like, I really want to do the Mickelson Trail, but, man, doing all the research and figuring out all the different things that go along with a bike tour, it's pretty nice <laughs> to go online click register, and now somebody else has kind of already done the research for me, I can just go enjoy the ride and know that cool stuff is going to happen. That is really true. Mm -hmm. And um, the other part of that, which I'm very proud of, is the crew that that works for us. And somehow we just managed to luck into these wonderful, customer service-oriented, friendly, cheerful, capable people um, who love helping folks have a fun vacation Mm -hmm. and who take their questions seriously. And if they ask where something is, they make sure that they find it. You know, so, you know, it's the crew on these rides, too, Mm -hmm. that really, really makes the difference. And and I don't, you know, I I, I went on a um, rag by my first time, and um, I had a great experience with a very tiny group of people that um, was taking, kind of taking folks from outside their group. And one thing I noticed was that there was kind of an in-crowd, and there was kind of the rest. <laughs> and when Pete and I started Port Belly Ventures, we said that is not, not going to be our charter. On our charter, everybody gets the gold card. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're sleeping in your own tent or if you're sleeping in our rental tent or if you have a fat room. We want everybody who comes with us 
to have a wonderful time, and, and that whole philosophy translates to these smaller rides, too. Mm-hmm. And our crew buys into it, and that's what we're, we're really, uh, we're just so grateful for. And I'm glad that you gave a shout out to your crew because um, over the years of RAGBRAI and getting to know RAGBRAI staff, I really like a complete mind change on, you know, 20 years ago, I would do RAGBRAI, I would be with my team bus and wouldn't think anything about all the... (laughs) all the organization that goes in behind the scenes. And so I'm thinking of your crew, like, you know, they're taking tents down, they're putting tents up, they're making, like you said, gallons of coffee at a time. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not hitting on all the things that they do, but it's mind blowing to realize how much work goes into keeping cyclists happy and moving forward. Yeah. You know, and um, not to be, not to play favorites, but Dave Kennedy is is a really good example of that. Uh, everybody who's been with us knows Dave, and uh, on Ragbri, Dave, and, and on all the rides, really, Dave is the guy who sleeps on the coffee trailer or on our little cube van, and wakes up around four and gets the generator going and starts brewing coffee about four thirty, wow. or actually he'll be ready to serve by four thirty. He's raising up the awnings on the coffee trailer by four thirty in the morning. Um, for those really early risers, and boy, it's 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 <laughs> he's got a cot <laughs> that kind of runs down the middle of this of this coffee trailer, and uh, somehow he gets up and folds that thing up and and gets the kitchen going in the morning. <laughs> and, and you know, he always has a smile and a good morning for every person who comes up to get a cup of coffee. Yeah, he is just. Um, He's really kind of a phenomenon. <laughs> wow. And you need that because most people who haven't had their coffee yet are probably not the same uh, demeanor as they are after their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many jokes about that, you know, about how you get crawl out of your tent with your puffy eyes and your bed head and you kind of strap on your little, or your little headlight thing, yeah. you know, and try to get yourself to the coffee trailer. And then once you smell that good cup of joe and get get it going in your veins why you know you kind of feel like you can handle the rest of your morning (laughs) yeah yeah well okay so we've we've kind of talked about a few of the rides and we'll talk about or we'll we'll tell the listeners your website in a minute here but do you feel like you know i know covid is top of mind for a business like yours but do you feel like Mm -hmm. 2021 has good momentum started well we sure do Mm -hmm. um you know, like I, I, I will have my second shot tomorrow, and um, you know, it seems like vaccinations are opening up to people of adults, at least of all ages, mm-hmm. in most places. And it's only it's only April second, so yeah. I mean, a Pete, Pete is is the math guy. I I would never even try to do any computations or anything, but yeah, he's kind of thinking about how, you know, we we really should be in a good place. Um, every week that goes by and on the smaller rides we feel like you know people who have their vaccinations could come out and just just kind of relax um there might be moments when you go inside of a restaurant where you feel like you should put on a mask Mm -hmm. because you know that's the protocol um or go into a little grocery store on birds and bees or something like that but um the other part of it kathy is we just have a lot of confidence in the outdoors when it comes to this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. Um, we've read studies. I mean, I've really made it my business to try to research and do studies. One one that I read 
and I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert, I should preface that, but I read something that said that even athletes who play combat sports against each other outside, like football players, they might catch COVID from another player, but they're catching it at the team banquet the night before, Mm. not during the game that they're playing. So, you know, there were some other studies that talked about just the dilution that happens outside and having having been on a couple of bike rides last year when most everything was canceled, you know, we just had a really positive experience with the outdoor mm-hmm. um, with the outdoor events. And our massage therapists naturally would put on a mask and ask their uh, client, the person on their table, to wear a mask if they were face up on the table. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when they turned over and put their face in the cradle, they, they could remove their mask then. Um, but the therapist kept her mask on the whole time mm-hmm. that she was working on people. So, you know, there were ways that we could take some precautions and yet have a, a real sense of um, normalcy much of the time. Yeah, that's while awesome. We were, and while I, we were together. And I think it's obvious, um, at least, you know, probably from the back end on your end to see people registering for rides, but like I call it bike therapy, <laughs> where, mm-hmm. you know, if, if people have been inside for the most part for the last year and they're starting to feel like okay I I've got to get outside and get some fresh air and I've got to be around people even if it's outside or at a socially distanced space like it's time like the mental health <laughs> is winning yeah you're you're absolutely right yeah you know I I, I I've never been on a podcast before but I, I listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and a lot of the ones that I've been listening to over the last year while I cook or whatever, are really are driving in the car. They're about um, they're about COVID. I mean, that's on everybody's mind. And mm-hmm. what what is the mental health effect? How's how's everybody dealing with it? You know, and um, you know, gratefully, I have uh, you know taken a lot of precautions and not been not been kept from seeing family members. Mm-hmm. I've you know we've all kind of agreed that we'll take certain precautions until. We've been able to see our parents. Now they're my 88 and 82-year-old dad and mom are fully vaccinated, so no more worries there. But mm-hmm. I didn't feel as isolated as some of the people that I email with um, who are our RAGBRAI clients or our bike ride clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so the mental health, when you think about your mental health, um, just from changing your life so much and restricting your comings and goings and then subtract the family piece of it too and Mm -hmm. being in the presence of your family members and it's you know I just feel like as we turn this page and as we start to come back to what we love uh, which is bike rides that it's just going to be great medicine for people after going through this mental health challenge over the past however many months 14 months or something yes so well said and in knowing that uh, so many bike rides probably most of them were canceled last year. So it's kind of that, I got to get out and, you know, see my biking friends. I just can't wait. It's really, that's really it. And that's what I think. And, you know, all the rides are going to be special this year. But when people lost Ragbri last year, I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be a big drama queen about it or, or overstate it. But, I mean, it really left a big hole mm. in people's summer. Yep. I mean, the ones who um, were looking forward to it for the first time, but even more so the people who it was just a fixture in their July every single year. Mm-hmm. And just because of that, I really think that, that RAGBRAI 2021 um, is going to be <laughs> a very, very special 
one where this is one people are going to tell stories about uh, where they finally were able to come back together and and celebrate this tradition that they've loved for so long. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll be one of them, actually. <laughs> I will, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, tell the listeners again uh, your website and if you're on social media so that they can go find out more about Pork Belly Ventures. Yes, pkbelly.com, p-k-b-e-l-l-y.com. Um, and we've we've redone the website. We used our time last year when we had very little to do. We uh, reorganized the whole website. So Ragbri is like the second column from the left. It's Just click on that, and you'll find tabs at the bottom all about Ragbri. Mm-hmm. Um, our rides are on the far left, and you'll find Birds and Bees and the Black Hills 100 and the Missouri Double Cross and others uh, there. And um, and then on social media, we're <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a great social media person. I'm I'm a Facebook person, uh, but my niece Pete's daughter Gracie is now in charge of our social media. All and Gracie right. and I work together on this. And she's a college freshman, and so Gracie and I are always putting our heads together about what what to do next on Facebook. We would love suggestions, folks. Okay, <laughs> there's yeah. anybody out there. <laughs> but what we've been doing is um, is telling people about the shower experience of Pork Belly Ventures or the coffee experience of Pork Belly Ventures. And I think the next one will be the charging, the phone charging. We'll show the phone charging trailers that mm-hmm. we have um, and how you can keep your device uh, fully charged with you on Ragbri. And then we've been introducing our crew um, slowly, mm-hmm. gradually introducing our crew with either photos or videos or something. And then, of course, talking about all of our events. You know, we'll continue to do that. And also, we try to inject a little humor in the Facebook page, too. So we have a a goofy uh, glossary of pork terms. (laughs) And so these are silly words that you would use with Pork Belly Ventures on Ragbri. Um, And so slowly and surely, we're we're, uh, popping popping a pork glossary term out there every once in a while just as a joke to kind of kind of give people a chuckle (laughs) that's awesome well tammy thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and talking about pork belly ventures and i am looking forward to seeing you next month in may I can't believe it's next month already, Kathy. Yeah. I'm so glad I'll get to see you, too. Yeah. All Thanks right. for having me on. We, Pete and I really appreciate being able to talk about pork belly. You bet. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Well, listeners, that's it for this week. A big thanks to Tammy for taking the time to be on the show. Tammy, Pete, and crew are doing it right. Be sure to check out the Pork Belly Ventures website at pkbelly.com for more information on all they offer, as well as bike rides they support. And if you're listening to this episode before May of 2021, register to ride the Birds and Bees ride in Council Bluffs, and you can ride with me and several other Just Go Bike podcast hosts. If you have a topic or the name of a cyclist you find interesting, send me an email at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. You can find other interviews with cyclists on the Morphology Podcast through any of your podcast platform or go to morphologypodcast.com. As always, all of us here at Just Go Bike, thank you for tuning in each week to listen. I'll leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of Morphology. This quote comes from Mark Cavendish. To me, it doesn't matter whether it's raining or the sun is shining or whatever. As long as I'm riding a bike, I know I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Think about it.
Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, a part of the USA Today Network.